It's finally December. Welcome back to another episode of Chasing Childhood, a weekly podcast where we review our favorite childhood movies and video games to see if they still hold up as adults. It's time. (laughs) We made it. Rocky up up my stairs in my house. I'm so happy. It's December. It's December. I like simultaneously love when it's December, but then I'm also super sad because when it's December, that means I'm like getting way too close to Christmas. You know what I mean? Like we have so much of November to like get amped. And when November's over, I'm like, oh, there's only like a few weeks left. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true, but also your birthday's this month. So yay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My birthday's in literally, I think, two weeks no yay I don't know math Math. (laughs) like doing math in my head less than two weeks (laughs) the math is not mathing sis the math is not mathing but I'm so excited for this week's episode yeah me too this was so fun was it (laughs) well to watch with you with you and your sister was very fun it was enjoyable to uh have our little group watch yeah this is the first time we've been threatened for an episode (laughs) prior to I'm a little worried for like my well-being. Jackie said if we didn't give this an A plus, she was literally gonna like hunt us down and skin us alive. So yeah. I'm a little afraid. I was like, oh my gosh. She said she was like, she's gonna shank us. And we were like, wow, that's not wow. very fergalicious of you. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, from now on, I'm just gonna like live my life based off of what is fergalicious or not. Um, and that is not very nice. It doesn't give me holly jolly Christmas. It doesn't. <laughs> It's not giving the the most wonderful time of the year, bestie. (laughs) But yeah, we are watching a favorite of mine. Um, Steph probably will not agree, but you know what? It is what it is. It is the Nutcracker Prince. Yeah, I mean, one of us is not going to get skinned alive, and it's you. (laughs) I'm safe. That's good to know. Jackie, just stop listening right now. (laughs) Yeah, Jackie, get off. Jackie, go away. Turn off the podcast. Blocked. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Yay. So The Nutcracker Prince is a 1990 Canadian animated romance fantasy film Woo! Woo. directed by Paul Shibley? Skibley? Shibley. Shibley from All Dogs Go to Heaven 2, based on the screenplay by Patricia Watson. The film is a retelling of E.T.A. Hoffman's 1816 story, The Nutcracker and the Mouse King, and Marius Petipa and Tchaikovsky's 1892 ballet, The Nutcracker. I do love Tchaikovsky. I have the, Tyler and I went out, estate sale, like, bargain hunting. Yeah. And we ended up at this estate sale, and I found in, like, this abandoned box in like the back of a room that they had all these old vinyls and they had an like original like Tchaikovsky vinyl of the Nutcracker oh my gosh like unopened untouched (gasps) and I brought it home and it's like one of my most prized possessions now like I love it we play it for Christmas and it's yeah it's beautiful it's so so nice and I was like I cannot believe that this was just sitting in the back of someone's house and at an estate sale. I like, know. If you guys ever go to a yard sale or an estate sale, you will be shocked at what you'll find. So what is your favorite song from it then? Oh, Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Please. Ooh. Please. Mine is the da, 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 Oh, that's da, so pretty. Da, da. That one. And then the second favorite is the da, 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 da,
I think if Tyler and I had ever had like a Christmas or like winter wedding, yeah, I would have come down the aisle or like had like the Nutcracker play at some oh, point during the wedding. Like that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I feel like I was gonna. So this whole episode, can we just like sing the songs the entire time? <laughs> like... I love it. People would be so fed up with us. <laughs> It's fine because Jackie's gone, so we're not going to get murdered. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the film stars Kiefer Sutherland from 24 and the Three Musketeers movie. Yes. Megan Follows from Rain. Okay, go on. Stand up comedian. <laughs> Stand up comedian Mike McDonald. I'm loving it. Peter <laughs> O'Toole from Ratatouille. Heck yeah. Phyllis Diller from A Bug's Life. And. Peter Boretsky from King of Kensington. Never seen it, but go off, King. <laughs> go off, bestie. The Nutcracker Prince was released by Warner Brothers in the U.S. on November 21st, 1990. It was received poorly and got negative reviews from critics. As for box office earnings, the film bombed, only grossing $1.7 million on a budget of $8.5 million. Buffoons. All of them. If if I was alive in 1990, I'd give them a piece of my mind, okay? (sighs) All right, I'm calm. You're fine. You're good. I'm good. I'm fine. (laughs) Everything's good. The film was nominated for a Young Artist Award, but lost to The Rescuers Down Under. Oh, The Rescuers Down Under is such a good movie. I don't even remember that one, to be honest. I think we talked in a past one that you hadn't seen The Rescuers, or you hadn't, or you like either didn't watch them or you hadn't watched them in a long time because you thought they were scary. Quick recap, guys, from one of our previous episodes. The only thing I remember from The Rescuers, either movie, is the little girl being stuck in a well trying to get a diamond out. Yeah, that's the first one. That's about it. Oh, it's a great movie. And the lady, was it Madame Medusa or something? She looked crazy. The little girl's name is Penny, and then there's Madame Medusa. Oh, so good. That's all I remember. We should watch it at some point. We should. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, if you're like most of the world and have never seen or heard of this film. (laughs) Unlike me. (laughs) Unlike Lex. Or if you haven't seen this film since Home Alone came out, here's a plot summary written by Max Vaughn on IMDb. Clara, or Clara, however you all want to pronounce it, is on the verge of growing up with dreams of traveling the world in the Grand Ballet. Then, during the annual Christmas party, the mysterious family friend Drosselmeyer tells her a story about a young man named Hans who rescued a princess under a spell by the Mouse Queen and her evil son. As punishment for his good deed, the Mouse Queen managed to transform Hans into a nutcracker before her death, the same nutcracker Drosselmeyer gave to Clara that day. When midnight comes, Clara finds herself trapped in the middle of a battle between the mice and her toys being led by the nutcracker. If the Prince of the Dolls can defeat the Mouse King and win the hand of a fair maiden, it can break the curse upon him. Soon, Clara must choose between a dream world filled with magic and toys or her real world where the dreams and adventures of growing up still await her. Ooh. That's a very long one, but yeah, it kind of uh, that was encapsulates yeah. everything. That was good. Yeah. So let's get into our fun facts. Let's do it. This movie actually moved its release date from November 16th to November 21st to avoid competition with the rescuers down under. And yet still lost. (laughs) And yet, you know what? Can't win them all. 
That's so funny. I get it, though. <laughs> when Disney's releasing something that's, like, big time, I think Disney released Rescuers. It's like, yeah. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right. You can't compete. I feel bad, too, because, like, Home Alone came out the same time as this, too. It's like, it got nobody was going to go to this. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you if you have yeah. two different Christmas movies, everybody's going to Home Alone. It's got freaking, yeah, yeah Joe Pesci in it. Like, you're not going to go see anything else. Right. All right. My fun fact is that this was Phyllis Diller's first time voice acting in a theatrical film. And later, she'd go on to voice Mother Nature in Happily Ever After from 1993 and, as we said, the Queen Ant in A Bug's Life from 1998. Nice. Yeah, I love that. All right. Our last fun fact is that this was originally to be directly adapted from the ballet, but the producers of the film couldn't secure the rights to the story. The script ultimately became a straightforward adaption and hybrid of E.T.A. Hoffman's original story and Tchaikovsky's score from the ballet. Yeah, so there are a few changes. I know one of them specifically was that um, Fritz, who is Clara's little brother in the movie, is older than her in the actual ballet. Um, And there's like a few other changes that they made, I believe. That's so interesting because I feel like Fritz, his character really only works as a younger sibling. Yeah. Like even in Barbie and the Nutcracker, when we watch that, like he only works as the annoying younger sibling. It doesn't make sense for him right. to be older. Right. It, it's like he's the one that's supposed to break the Nutcracker. Right. Like in all the stories. So in what world does an older brother like break a toy because yeah. he plays with it too hard? Exactly. But yeah, so let's get into it. Let's I'm do it. excited. I'm so excited. I can feel a sneeze coming on. <laughs> so yeah, so I obviously have seen this before. This is one of my favorite tellings of the Nutcracker. Um, Steph, however, you hadn't seen this before this week, right? As far as I know, I feel like maybe I've seen parts of it. When we were watching it, I was like, absolutely none of this. rings a bell to me none of it like registers but then we got to like the animation of the like how Hans became the Nutcracker yeah and for some reason the mouse queen like her little part registered and so I'm like I must have watched this at some point because she was the only thing that I recognized like I remember her being like, give me some of that cheese. And then I remembered her biting the princess's toes. And so I'm like, those are the only things I remember. So I must have watched it at some point, but I don't remember absolutely anything else about it. Yeah. Honestly, it's funny because Jackie and I watched this um, quite a bit. I would say we probably watched this like once every few weeks, like at least in the past few months, we've been watching it a lot to get ready for the holidays. Um, cause we both really like it. But, um, if you haven't seen this before, like halfway through the movie, Drosselmeyer is trying to explain what happened to the Nutcracker, like how he became the Nutcracker and the whole animation style changes. Like it goes from like 2D animation with the backgrounds being like almost painted. So I actually really loved the animation in this. I thought the animation style was gorgeous, but then it goes to like very 2D and it's almost like cartoony if that makes sense like yeah not the 2d animation that like is like a disney movie but it's almost like a 
a children's drawing book? like a children yeah it like looks like a, a children's drawing it looks like yeah something that you would see like I don't know like a fifth grader draw like it, it yeah like straight out of a book yeah like straight out of like a children's book rather than mm-hmm. looking like like a movie if that makes sense yeah and then during that flashback scene the mouse queen bites the princess's toe I hate it and basically turns her ugly and like she has magical powers whatever but this film made me so scared of my feet being out as a kid when I fell asleep um and then there's also another part during it where like the only way they can save her from being ugly forever which is kind of what she deserves but the only way they can save her is by cracking this nut and giving her what was inside right and these guys come in and their teeth are shattering like while they're trying to break the nut and this film I was like bro them breaking their teeth and like screaming and stuff I was like oh my gosh this is my nightmare I was like huh like the mom pose with like the hand on my hip like huh (laughs) this is where that fear comes from okay yeah yeah no and during that scene like when they're all shattering their teeth and then the yeah. nutcracker guy manages to do it with his just because he pulled his ponytail and I was like yeah how did you figure out that you could do that like what <laughs> led you to knowing that you had that ability yeah stuff's like that's suspicious I'm that's like, weird do you practice this at home like I mean I'm not gonna kink shame but like it's just very yeah. weird that you knew you could pull your hair and make that happen Right. It's like Superman. Like, how did he figure out he had laser vision? <laughs> like, did he just, did it just happen one yeah. day? How did, did we he get here? Activate it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, starting from the beginning, not to be dramatic, but I would give my firstborn for Pavlova. Uh, yeah, the cat was everything to me. I literally sent Lex a video during it of Liberty giving nothing, doing nothing, just <laughs> laying and being a bum and Pavlova yes. like looking so cute on the screen and being adorable. Oh. And I was like, do something, imitate she was the so cat. She was so cute. And I was like, you like, any- take notes. <laughs> if anything happened to this cat, I was going to end every single person in this movie. <laughs> yes. I was going to turn it off. Oh my gosh. There's literally one part where the Mouse King starts going after him and I'm starts going after Pavlova. And I'm like, I swear, if you touch her, I don't know if Pavlova's a girl or a boy, but if you touch that poor little kitten, I will end everything. I will riot. Yeah, she's she's definitely a girl. She's named after um, Anna Pavlova or Pavlova. Uh, okay. The I think she's a ballerina. Oh, nice. Yeah. But can we just talk about how Uncle Drossy decided to enter the party? I'm confused why they call him uncle because he's not their uncle. I don't know if it's like one of those things where he's just such a good friend of your parents that you like just call yeah. him uncle, but he's definitely not their uncle. And that was confusing to me. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. There was like one part where um, I think Clara mentions it or something. She was like, isn't it crazy that we call him uncle? Yeah. But he's not really our uncle. I was like, oh, okay. She just answered you, my question for me. Yeah. But I agree. The way that he entered the room. Everything. It was giving Rothbart. It was giving Sorcerer. I want to enter rooms like that. He literally, he was like Mary Poppins. He blew the band away and was like, let me set the house on fire just to make an entrance. It was also like, why did they give him such like, almost like a dark and dramatic entrance? Like it was kind of sinister a little. And I was like, okay, who's this person? And then it was just Drosselmeyer. And I was like, oh, the nice old man from earlier. Okay. Like, all right. (laughs) I was like, that was kind of a like 
creepy sorcerer Rasputin ass yeah. entrance, but like, I mean, go off. <laughs> I mean, listen, at least now we know how he got the eye patch. Okay. He Ooh, played yeah. with one too many fireworks. Um, so funny. I also love how you kind of get in that part, like how rich Clara's parents are because they did not care. They had no worry in the world. They were like, eh. Burn the house down. We'll buy a new one. They ha- they keep lit candles in their tree. So I feel like yes. they're just accepting all fire hazard at this point. You know? Oh, my gosh. They're like, I wish the fire would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're so rich. Like, even the kids, I think, at one point were like, this is the largest tree we've ever had or, like, the smallest tree. Yeah. It was something like that where I was like, oh, you, you rich, rich. Like, y'all be getting <laughs> big trees. Yeah. It's funny that you brought that up, too, because there's one part where they're like flying to the land of the dolls. And I loved how they were like, they passed all these beautifully like decorated Christmas trees, um, which I thought was like a really cool touch. But then Clara was like, it's every Christmas tree we've ever had. And I was like, Clara, you're like 13. Yeah, that was like 200 trees. trees. (laughs) (laughs) Like, girl, how long you been alive? Yes. I was like, what in the world? Maybe Um, they're one of those families who like, in their giant mansion they have a christmas tree in every room so like maybe Maybe. that is what would allow them to have so many like if they've got like a 25 room mansion and every year they got a tree in every room i mean it adds up that's true you know that's true i mean we have a tree in our living room and our dining room right now and if you've ever seen our house The living room and dining room are connected, so we just have two trees in our house. (laughs) And that's mainly because uh, Nikki accidentally brought my tree up because I had one in my room for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Uh, She accidentally brought mine up, and we were too lazy to take it back to the basement. So so funny. (laughs) We have two trees. It's not because we're rich. It's just because we're lazy. Yeah, we have two trees. We have our, we get like a live one because I like the way that it makes the house smell. And then we have a fake tree that just kind of has all of our like joke ornaments that all of our friends have gotten Cute. us or that we've gotten each other like over the years, just like all of our wacky, weird ornaments. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my goal for the future is to be rich enough to have different trees and different rooms and like have give them themes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to have an old vocal coach who her family was really, really rich and her parents had a Christmas tree in every room and I remember going there for like a Christmas party and literally every single room was themed like they had a Maryland tree they had a pink tree a red tree like every single tree was themed that room was themed around the tree and then all the ornaments on the tree were also themed for the tree so it was like they went all out they had to have had like 10 or 15 Christmas trees. It was ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I want that for my future. I'm manifesting <laughs> it now. But I my thing is, you. again, I am an energy conservation specialist. <laughs> I am lazy. It If I go all out and I do that much with my decorations, it's going to have to stay up like all year. You could also just marry a super rich person and then pay someone to do all your tree decoration for you every year. Now taking applications for uh, <laughs> for marriage. Our DMs are open, people. Anyways, so Fritz is the worst. Um, <laughs> yeah, in every version. Yes. I actually really liked the relationship between Clara and Fritz. I feel like, yes, he was annoying. Um, he was actually the absolute worst in this movie. But I did like how they felt like an actual sibling pair. 
Yeah, I agree. When we watched Barbie and the Nutcracker, he was also annoying. But I yeah. felt like in this, he had redeeming parts and he had parts that felt very sibling-esque, which like, yeah, he wasn't just annoying in that he broke stuff and did whatever. They were competitive with each other, but they also yeah. cared about each other. Like, they had the whole thing where, like, he comes in her room and she's telling him, like, this is all what happened last night. And he goes, you were downstairs. Right. Like, they were, like, having these sibling moments where they weren't constantly bickering, but they also weren't constantly getting along. It felt kind of realistic. I liked it. I liked that he was, like, he brought her chocolates, but then there was some missing. And yep. he was like, well, of course I had to eat them. Yeah, sorry. If my brother ate all my chocolates, I would pummel him right there. <laughs> had it, it like concussion or no concussion, it's it's on. Steph's like, I will be an only child. Yeah, if he does that to me. <laughs> he knows that too. If I texted him right now, he'd be like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then like even at the end when she was trying to leave the the land of the dolls, she was like, Even Fritz is gonna miss me. Like, I I thought that their relationship was cute and the relationship between her and her older sister also was really fun because like of course she was making fun of her sister and how she was acting towards like Eric or whatever I thought that was funny I didn't remember her having an older sister like in the story yeah that must have been another one of the changes yeah because I always remember Fritz he's you know memorable but I never remembered the sister and I don't think she had a sister in the Barbie version yeah I don't think so just her aunt Everything in my life goes back to the Barbie version, by the way, guys. <laughs> Everything does. But Listen, it was Aunt Drosselmeyer and this and it was the Barbie one, and it now was. it's Uncle. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. I I don't remember her ever having a sister, and even in like the ballet versions. But I could also be wrong. It's been a minute since I've seen the ballet. Hmm. I yeah, I don't think she had an older sister in the ballet. At least, I mean, they don't also talk very much in the ballet. Of course, like. Like, Jackie used to take me to the ballet, if she's still here. Sorry, Jackie. Um, she used to take me to the ballet, like, almost every year. We would go see the Nutcracker together. And I just, I mean, I don't think they really said anything about that. But the one part that, that had me cracking up laughing is, like, whoever was hired to do the voice of the Mouse King literally just had to scream the entire the movie. whole they movie like, they were like just yell and laugh maniacally and you have the job he was fascinating to me because when the mouse queen was alive he was real dumb he was yeah. real dumb yeah and then like he's still kind of dumb when he's the mouse king but it almost feels like his entire personality does like a full change if that makes sense mm -hmm. like He's dumb, but kind of harmless when his mom yeah. is alive and then his mom dies. And like, I guess you could say that's like a character turning moment where he becomes different. But like he becomes like fully different, like his whole yeah. character, like almost turns into another character. Like it's it's interesting to me. It is interesting. Yeah. I also never really thought about it before, but like it also seems like after his mom died, he at first was like, that serves you right for using your stupid magic or whatever, like when his mom died. Right. But then two seconds later, he's like, I'm going to get the Nutcracker for what he did to my mom. You right. know what I mean? Like, and so I'm like, are you mad that your mom died or like, like what's going on? I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like if, if you introduced him during, you know, the modern day, whatever, as the Mouse yeah. King, 
I, if you hadn't shown me that, like, I, I don't know, I wouldn't have put together that they were the same mouse, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, the characters are so wildly different, or the versions of him, I should say. So, yeah. But also, maybe his mom was like too mean that you never really got to see that side of him. Yeah. Like, I could see him as like the emotionally stunted, you know, yeah. son who's just kind of an idiot with her. But like, he just becomes. I mean, like I said, he's still kind of dumb, but he does become smarter when he's the yeah. Mouse King. So it doesn't feel like the same character. And again, if you hadn't shown me both, I would not have realized they were the same. So it's funny because, like, does he really get smarter? Because his tail gets messed up, like, several times. Yes, he definitely, <laughs> again, it's like he's still clumsy and he still, like, yeah. makes a lot of mistakes. But, yeah. Like, his motivations and stuff, he just doesn't seem like the ha-ha-ha, like, yeah, mom, get True. him. Like, he, yeah. he's kind of, like, he's smarter. He's trying to, like, negotiate with Clara when he, like, mm-hmm. wakes her up in the middle of the night and they have their little exchange about the chocolates. Like, yeah. It's fascinating. And, like, it's easy for him to look smart, too, when all the mice around him are so dumb. Truly. They're all I so dumb. I loved them, though. <laughs> they're, that whole scene... Where they're in the living room and they're having their battle between the dolls and the mice. The mice crack me up the entire time because they're so bumbling and like they try so hard to fight. But like at one point the Nutcracker like hits one like a baseball and like they're just they're so stupid. But it definitely is like you can tell that that part was like doled down for kids, but it was I thought that that part was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was very fun. Yeah, and then we get blood. Yeah, when the Nutcracker <laughs> kills the Mouse King and he straight up got blood all over his sword and is like wiping it off. Yeah. I was like, that's dark for a children's movie. Like, <laughs> it escalates quick. I mean, even Disney, when somebody dies, like they're usually pretty good about just kind of like leaving it up to interpretation they don't like usually show blood or gore anything but they had my man's not only fall out of the tree but he is like bleeding out of his chest and the nutcracker is wiping his sword off i was like okay like that's all right (laughs) yep 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 and then um i i thought it was funny how they also were like, oh, this is the mouse king. All of the mice are so much smaller than him. He's a rat. And he's <laughs> massive. He is a chihuahua. I don't care what you tell me. He is a chihuahua. Yeah, no, that was a rat. That was not a mouse. That was a New yes. York City subway rat. Like, that was <laughs> enormous. That's like a bodega animal. That's like you walk into the bodega to get, like, hot Cheetos, and that thing is, like, working the counter. Like, that's... An- no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it reminds me of like Mickey Mouse whenever they try to tell you that like Mickey Mouse is bigger than Pluto. It's like, no. okay. No. <laughs> Sir, that is a guinea pig. <laughs> but yeah, the one part I could do without in this movie um, is her singing. Yeah. There's one part and I feel like it goes on for way too long where like she's singing and holding the nutcracker. And I love this, the dancing in that part. I thought that her like ballet moves were really cute but like we didn't need to hear you sing sis yeah like, you could have gotten it across with just having her dance with him and having like a little dream montage it would have been fine yeah like a little pitchy just a little yeah, bit just a little, just a little bit <laughs> yeah i am 100 percent marie 
she cracked me up but she's like i'm not here to do manual <laughs> labor i'm just here to look cute and i was like i feel yes. you girl i understand or when the doll was like you are the most beautiful doll i've ever seen and she's like finally someone after my own heart <laughs> <laughs> she was amazing um how did you feel about pantaloon uh you know my man's was doing his best. I really identified <laughs> when he got his like little spring thing broken in the back of him and he was yeah. just like being carried everywhere because he was just acting drunk the whole time. And I was like, yeah, this is me after like four mixed <laughs> drinks. Like, carry me like I'm done. I love how scrappy he was. I also love how bad shit he was because he was obviously getting his butt beat like he didn't fight a single ma- like mouse. Yeah. Well, at all. <laughs> But he's still like, if not to heaven, then hand in hand to hell. And I'm like, talk your shit. You know who he reminded me of? He reminded who? me of the old rooster from Chicken Run. Like the oh one who like was like, I was in all these battles. I served yes. in whatever, but like did not do anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I did think it was funny how the Mouse King was like like Usain Bolt has nothing on the Mouse King. That man was everywhere. Like yeah. he literally was locked in a drawer and 2 seconds later he's shutting the door behind Clara or like they go to the wor- the land of the dolls and they have like a whole party or whatever and he's all of a sudden there at the end. I thought that was funny and then all of a sudden he like he makes it all that way just to fall Right, right. <laughs> he came all that way to like heavy breathe and just like yeah. stumble over a ledge. <laughs> I will say though, I love the drama in that part. I love how they used the Tchaikovsky music in this movie a lot. I thought that they did a really good job at like, I guess, utilizing it where they could, other than the part yeah. where Clara sings. Yes. I thought that they do a really good job at, like, building it up, especially with that song in particular. I really love that. Yeah. It was very cool. I also really liked during that part when she's in the doll world and the Mouse King shows up, and she's like, I can't stay in the doll world. And then everybody, like, dramatically just starts turning back into dolls and falling yes. over. And she's like, don't take it that way. And I was like, girl, I think something else is going on. I don't think they're all just, like, <laughs> dying because you said you weren't going to hang out. <laughs> they're not just, like, offended. Yeah, like- <laughs> they're just all falling over. They're like, oh, yeah. well, better die. <laughs> like, <laughs> Literally. She's like, no, they need me. My family will miss me. And they're all just like going stiff and falling over. Yeah, they're like, well, that's it. That's the end of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. But I do like that too. And I love how she actually chose to grow up. Yeah, and I agree. She was like, everything can be perfect. I could stay here and like be with the Nutcracker who she like loves, I guess. I mean, right. I didn't really get like a romantic vibe from them until the very, very end. Um, like they just kind of seemed like two awkward kids that had like crushes on each other, which was cute, I guess. But yeah, um, then he like proposes. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like, you guys fell in love real quick. Like you guys had yeah. no intimate, real interaction, like other than her watching you battle everybody and dance yeah. with you that one time. You didn't really have any intimate interaction until she got shrunk down to doll size for like the five minutes that she was a doll. Yeah, and then she like 
hugs him at one point and then they have their little dance sequence and then it's like I'm in love with you marry me and I'm like y'all have been each other's size for like literally five minutes like this seems (laughs) like we're jumping the gun here it's giving Hans and Anna from Frozen like it's giving like you don't know this man (laughs) it's giving Derek and Odette okay they had one maybe that's it maybe it's the 90s dream sequences that like change everything oh but Derek and Odette are everything to me especially when he's like you're beautiful and what else is there (laughs) how to offend a woman in five words or less <laughs> so note to self, I need a 90s dream sequence. Oh, love um, it. I love that. I need to buy a smoke machine. What else do I need? But yeah, I don't know if it was because this movie was on YouTube um or if it was just like the quality of the movie because it is kind of old like us, but I could not see anything during the dream sequence part. I was like I love this. I love the vibes, but like seeing is not there so I would have liked that part to be a little bit like clearer right right um but yeah then my man's like proposes and I'm also like bro did you forget one that you're human and you were turned into a nutcracker and two that you're like 13 years old yeah like even when he was transformed to a nutcracker like he wasn't old he was like 13 or 14 yeah well like his human version of himself looks super young but then yeah. his nutcracker version of himself I feel like looks like eight, between 18 and 20 I feel like his human version looks like a kid but then his nutcracker version for some reason looks so much older and I'm like what is happening here was that like an intentional choice to try to make him look like older and kind of put together and then once he's like human again, he and Clara can be together because they're like the same age. It was just like maybe fascinating to me that he looks so much older as the Nutcracker, but then as a human, he was like very clearly a child. Yeah, I mean maybe, but also I feel like all Nutcrackers that I see like in stores and stuff, like the basic ones, they just generally look old. So I wonder if that's like just paying tribute to the doll itself. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, Jackie actually bought me... So Jackie buys me a Nutcracker every year for Christmas. Um, It's, like, a tradition that we have, too, along with, like, going to the Nutcracker. But um, she bought me one this year from Iceland, and it actually looks like the Nutcracker from the movie. Like, when he turns back into a doll. And I love it so much. Thank you, Jackie, if you're still here. (laughs) But, yeah, I named it Hans. But, yeah, I mean, it, it looks exactly like the Nutcracker in this movie. So I'm like, I wonder... If that's just, like, generic. But, yeah, I, I also really love one that she, she like, wakes up after all this happens and immediately runs to Uncle Drossy's house. And then, two, I love the run. I love the animated I texted run you that movie. while we were watching yes. it. I was, like, great run animation. It's just, like, the little image of her is just bouncing. It's so <laughs> cute. I love the little hops. It's so funny. And then, of course, my favorite song plays and she it's like, hello, Clara. Hello, Nutcracker at the end because Hans is at Uncle Drosselmeyer's house now that I guess Clara broke the spell. And then I was like, imagine if she if he was like, you know what? Never mind. Like, she's batshit crazy. Um, my name is Hans, actually, not Nutcracker. But thank you. Right. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about this movie. Do you have anything else that you would like to add? Why do you think this bombed in the box office, I guess? I mean, I think 
one, it was, I think, an animation style that was slowly starting to go. It was starting to fade. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Two, I think it was up against really strong contenders during that season. And right. I don't know if it was a marketing thing or what, but I mean, you're against Disney with the rescuers and you're against Home Alone, which has yeah. huge big name actors. So, yeah, it feels like it was kind of destined to fail at the box yeah. office. And again, I don't know what the marketing was for this movie, but it doesn't feel like it was set up, you know, to be a success. I mean, is there anything else you would change about this? Because I don't have anything else to, to add. I got nothing. Let's get into Ooh. our critic ratings. All right. Let's see if we're going to get shanked by Jake Quellen or not. <laughs> All right. So for critic ratings, the Nutcracker Prince received a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. A terrible 14 teen percent critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. A much improved 72% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And three out of five stars on Common Sense Media. All right, and for our ratings, we can rate The Nutcracker Prince on a scale from A plus to F minus. A plus meaning this film is beautiful, unique, and a lot of fun. Go watch it immediately. <laughs> F minus meaning this was really bad. It honestly deserved to bomb in the box office. It was too long, too boring, and I will definitely not be rewatching this ever again. What would you rate The Nutcracker Prince based on this scale? Oh, Jackie, don't skin me alive. But. <laughs> I think I'm going to give this a B. I think it's okay. cute. I think I would maybe watch it again in the future with a child, but I don't think that I'm going to like immediately add this to my rewatch list or like go out of yeah. my way to seek this out at Christmas time. But I totally yeah. would watch it again. Like if I was at your house and you had it on, like I would watch it. So, all right. Honestly, that's better than I thought you were going to say. To be <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I think it's cute. It's, I don't know. It's like Barbie and the Nutcracker, even though the animation is terrible, it was always like number one for me. <laughs> but <laughs> I am very I have a very big soft spot for the Nutcracker in general and yeah. any Nutcracker story. So I think that also helps it. And like I said, it was cute. There's definitely parts I would have changed, you know, definitely <laughs> less singing. And I would have made Clara doll sized earlier. I think. Uh, OK, but yeah, yeah I, yeah, I don't think that there's there's really anything else that I. I really have to say about it. It's, it's cute. It's adorable. It's just, it's not my like number one that I'd absolutely go to, you know, yeah. in, in the A rewatch category. So it's a B for me. All right. Yeah. Steph texted me during the rewatch and she was like, these costumes have nothing on Barbie's. I'm <laughs> sorry. Like after you've seen her sugar plum fairy dress, like nothing yeah. compares. Nothing. Um, She's like, sit down, be humble. <laughs> but yeah, like I honestly, I'm not surprised by your rating at all I felt like Jordan Peele from that um from Key and Peele when it's like him sweating and it's just him like sweating buckets (laughs) but I'm shocked that you actually gave it that high this is hard for me to rate because I absolutely love this movie like even though we picked it apart a little bit I am obsessed with this movie I still love it so much I feel like because I'm so biased I have to give it an A plus for my mental health. But if I was to look at this as like a critic and like someone actually really critiquing it, um, like I understand it's not perfect, but the devil on my shoulder would probably give this like an A minus. But I'm listening to the angel on my shoulder, so I'm going to give it an A plus. 
because I love it. <laughs> so yeah, the heart. go by your heart. <laughs> My heart says a plus 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 plus. Okay. Oh, love that for you. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining. Next week we have a newer movie. Yeah. We're watching Christmas Chronicles next week. I'm so excited about that movie. Like, it's one of the few modern movies that yeah. when it came out, I was like, oh my gosh, all right. Like, <laughs> it's hard, I think, to make newer Christmas stuff and have it become a classic or go well. And I yeah. haven't seen this since it came out, so I'm excited to rewatch. It's been a few years since I've watched it. But yeah, I'm really excited about it, and I love the whole cast of it, so I'm pumped Yay. that we, uh, we get to revis- or revisit it. Uh, and who doesn't love Kurt Russell as I'm Santa? I'm saying, Kurt Russell, everything. Icon. Such a good guy. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Thank you for joining in to this A-plus movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>